1: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
2: Between the Barstow area and Las Vegas, I mean, there's just thousands of square miles of desert. Lisa Hurst could have been anywhere in this massive desert of San Bernardino County.
1: Talk to team one. Okay, go ahead.
2: There were hundreds of people, uh, an extensive amount of resources that were utilized to try to search for Lisa.
3: Her mom was very pretty and full of life.
4: My daughter, Lisa Hurst, turned out to be a great mom. With those two girls.
2: Before Lisa Hurst's disappearance, she became involved in a relationship. Lisa Hurst believed that uh, Jamie Chiapolos was a great guy and that he'd fall in love with her and her two children.
3: He just reminded me of a person that wanted to be with kids all the time.
2: Jamie Chiapolos said he was a combat veteran in both Iraq and Afghanistan.
4: She wanted to marry Jamie Chiopalos and become a family with Jamie.
2: January 22nd, 2009, Lisa Hurst took her daughter to school. After dropping her daughter off at school, she just vanished.
4: I was just devastated and scared. Lisa became missing and we went out looking for her. And we kept looking for her.
2: You should already all be assigned to a search team. We're gonna work our way south. It was a very large scale search. What? Numerous foot searches with a couple hundred people just stretched out in a line, really dedicated to trying to help the family find
4: Elisa. I was hoping and praying. It was a nightmare for us to be out there looking know that I cried
0: a lot.
2: In my investigation, I found uh, no one that could say anything negative about uh, Lisa. I was wondering who could have done something to her. Could you think of anyone
5: who would have wanted to harm her? No.
2: Lisa Hurst's disappearance didn't make sense to us until we learned of the lies and deception. All the lies. lies. This case is about deception.
4: None of it was true.
2: House of Cards, if you will, was getting ready to fall.
4: Living a double life.
2: Diabolical, absolutely evil is what I call it, evil. They had sworn to take it to their graves.
6: Body of Lies.
5: Jamie Chiopoulos seemed to have lived quite the amazing life. Highlighted by military combat from Afghanistan to Iraq. He even had a photo of the elite ranger unit he had served in. It all appealed to single mom Lisa Hurst and her
4: father Lynn.
6: I was impressed with him because of my military background.
4: Did you like this guy? He seemed like a very nice man, very nice man. A
5: man who sensed Lisa's kids, Ashlyn and Tyler, were the way to
3: her heart. He knew, like, our jokes and stuff, and yeah, he'd give us gifts and stuff, and he'd get stuff for mom. Did you
5: think that your daughter was in love with this guy? Yeah,
6: she was. Okay, happy birthday,
5: Lisa. Lisa was a graduate student living in Barstow, California. The mother of two young girls had lived 31 years without making an enemy. That's why in the hours after she went missing in January 2009, it made no sense at all. Lisa grew up surrounded by love and the safety and security of close family. Those were the gifts Lynn and Debbie and her older brother, Valden, gave the little girl.
6: Happy-go-lucky, always uh, smiling. I think what really set off her personality was her deep blue eyes.
5: Girly girl or a little bit of a tomboy with
6: sports? Tomboy.
4: Yes, she was.
6: She played baseball. She was very good.
5: Home was the endless starkly beautiful desert outside Barstow Lynn was a Vietnam vet a working man Debbie worked as a medical assistant it was a nice place to raise kids
4: but Lisa wasn't a kid for very long outgoing or shy outgoing and then just blossomed into a beautiful woman I thought She was an adventurous teenager,
5: and Lisa struggled to manage all the newfound attention from the boys. She was unlucky at love, starting with her high school boyfriend,
4: Jesse Poe Veronica. So when she came home and told you she was pregnant, what was your reaction? I wanted to strangle her, but I mean, there's not much you can do, and like, realize that you gotta be there for your kids. There's Ashlyn, and she was just a, a baby. Baby Ashlyn was born.
6: I told her I'd be there, and I was.
5: Lisa's family was incredibly supportive, and this teenager worked hard at being a good mom, even after she and her
4: boyfriend broke up. She was a little scared at first, but realized, you know, she's bringing a, a life in, into the world, and she's accepting it. Hi,
7: my Ashlyn. Hi. Hi.
4: She was really proud of her.
8: that's
4: There would be another
5: relationship with cross-country truck driver Ruben DeLeon. It was serious, lasting almost five years. And then she got pregnant again.
2: Yeah.
6: There's your new
2: sister.
5: Then Tyler arrived. Lisa and Ruben seemed ready to be a real family.
9: Like
4: me, huh? I thought they were gonna get married. I thought Reuben and Lisa were gonna settle down and have a family. Lisa even bought a wedding dress. But that didn't work out, so it tore her apart. That was hard for her. Yeah. She tore it up. She took the scissors to it and To just, the dress. To the dress afterwards. She was so devastated.
5: So in 2005, Lisa became a single mother again, trying to make it all work for Ashlyn, then eight, and Tyler, who was only five.
3: She was our mother that took good care of us, and she, learnt, she taught us a lot. This
5: one? Under the desert sky, the three girls settled down. Trees! Yeah, and began repeating the precious rituals of family that Lisa had learned as a child. There it is. What kind of mom was she?
3: I'm going to turn
6: you I don't think you could find a better person for her situation. Raising two girls, they were very well brought up.
5: Lisa Hurst, along with her two daughters, was finally growing up. Yeah, Lisa! She would attend Barstow College with plans to become a teacher. Did you feel like once she went back to college that she was kind of finally on track? Yeah. But life without a partner was lonely and difficult for Lisa.
3: her, go get your PJs on.
4: She really wanted to get married, I think, and settle down and have a family and someone to actually be there for her and be part of her life
5: then in october 2006 at barstow college she met fellow student jamie chiopolis and before long she said
3: okay do you want to go meet my new boyfriend
5: jamie chiopolis was anything but a typical student he was a 34 year old war hero and a cancer survivor he had a big house a big heart and as far as Lisa could tell, Chiopolis was single and available. Obviously, she wanted him to be in her life. And Jamie Chiopolis wanted Lisa in his life. She graduated, and they were set to finally become a family. The kids and their single mom were thrilled.
6: And I really thought that she had found the right person.
5: So in January 2009, a new life seemed to be truly dawning for Lisa and her two girls. That's why what happened next was such a surprise to Lisa's family.
6: The police department came and knocked on my door.
5: Lisa's car had been found 50 miles south in the town of Hesperia, abandoned.
6: The windows down, the keys. In ignition. and ignition, nicest. that's not Lisa.
4: My
5: heart suck. A massive search for Lisa Hurst would soon begin. And another search would also start into who really
8: was Jamie Chiopolis. I wasn't scared of anything, but I was scared of him.
5: When Lisa Hurst vanished on January 22, 2009, and police told her parents that her car had been found abandoned, her parents knew
4: something was very wrong. The car was in a place that it shouldn't have been put.
5: Lisa's father immediately called her apartment and learned from his granddaughters, Ashlyn, 12, and Tyler, nine, that Lisa had not come
4: home the previous evening. She'd never leave her kids that long. It'd just be school and then home.
5: So where could Lisa be? The last person to have contact with her was her boyfriend, Jamie Chiopolis, who that Thursday afternoon of Lisa's disappearance had picked up her daughter Tyler from school while Ashlyn walked home alone.
3: I said, where's mom? And he said, college, so...
5: Chiopolis told Tyler that her mother was here at the University of Laverne in Victor Valley, where Lisa occasionally took graduate
3: classes. Be later at night because she took later classes.
5: That night, Cheopolis got the girls settled in and he even <laughs> picked up dinner.
3: And then we just started like doing normal stuff like homework, and then he left. Lisa
5: rarely left the girls home alone, but when she did, she would always call to
4: speak with them. Would she have gone out with girlfriends and partied all night? There's no way. Lisa's just too responsible for those two girls. She loved those kids.
5: And that is when her two little girls got scared. When it was 5 in the morning, I started
3: freaking out. Then I got kind of scared.
5: Detective Keith Libby from the Barstow Police Department opened the investigation into the disappearance of Lisa Hurst.
2: Her oldest daughter is the age of mine my youngest son. So it was pretty, it was pretty difficult.
5: From the very beginning, everything about Lisa's case was suspicious. From the location where her car was found.
2: She had no connection to that area.
5: To what her boyfriend, Jamie Chiopolis, told Detective Libby the first time they met.
2: He was saying that they weren't actually engaged.
5: Was he basically denying that they had a relationship to you?
2: Oh, absolutely.
5: In fact, Chiopolis dropped a bombshell, telling Detective Libby he was actually married to a woman in the Army who lived out of state.
2: It just didn't make sense. When I walked out of the house, I was thinking, this guy's up to something.
5: That was no surprise to this woman, who dated Chiopolis a lifetime ago.
8: I think it's very possible that he hurt somebody.
5: Jamie Tatro lives in Georgia, 2,000 miles away from Lisa Hurst, but had the two young women ever met, Jamie would have cautioned Lisa to stay
8: far away from Chiopolis. I was, you know, a 16-year-old girl and, you know, impressionable, young. It was 1992
5: and love at first
8: sight. He was beautiful, rock star, long, long hair.
5: Chiopolis said he played the guitar and had a band. And was any of that true?
8: No. I'd never even seen him pick up a guitar.
5: The two dated for over a year, and they even had a child together. But the more time Tetro spent with Chiopolis, the more lies she caught him
8: in. It, it was all coming out who he was and who I had been with all that time. And who is he really? Who is this guy? I don't even think that he knows. He will tell a lie, and he will try to live it out. And after a while, you don't know what's true anymore. When Tatro broke off their relationship,
5: Chiopolis drifted west and dropped off the radar. Until 2002, when he joined the United States Army as an infantryman based in Hawaii. He eventually settled in Barstow, California.
3: Back then, he was very popular. Everyone liked him.
5: Science major Joyce Franson remembers meeting Chiopolis in 2005 when he enrolled at Barstow College.
3: He was in my biology class, and he had a lot of charisma.
5: He also told his new classmate he was a war hero.
3: He had told me he was a Green Beret in the Army for 14 years, and he was medically discharged from war burns.
5: While Chiopolis bragged to all about his war record, there was something he kept secret from everyone fact that he had a wife. In 2006, Chiopolis had married this woman, Army Lieutenant Colonel Catherine Taylor. The couple shuttled between Barstow and her base in Texas.
2: She had done some time in Iraq and that she was uh, stationed at, f- I believe it was Fort Sam Houston, Texas.
5: And with his wife away, that left Chiopolis ample time to lead his double life.
2: While she was deployed... He was going to the community college in Barstow, and he also was establishing relationships with um, several different women.
5: Including Joyce, who became much more than a friend. He told me um, he was single and he treated me like a queen. So not only was there Catherine, his wife, and Joyce, it was around this time that Chiopolis also began dating Lisa Hurst. Jamie
2: Chiopolis was playing the field with many women.
5: While it's likely that neither his wife nor Lisa knew anything about the others, Joyce says Chiopolis had mentioned Lisa to her, describing Lisa as a student who had been harassing him for a date. I kept telling her there's something wrong. Over time, Lisa's mother Debbie had begun to suspect something was not
4: right with her daughter's fiance. He's going to hurt you. and we had a t- we had to talk about that before all this happened. And what did she say? Mom thinks they're going to be fine. We're getting married. Celebration, celebration. And when her daughter vanished,
5: a mother's intuition turned to dread. The evidence was piling up. And when detectives searched Chiooulos's house, they hit pay dirt
2: while we were searching his house, uh, we found the receipt.
5: Home Depot receipts listing items Chiopolis had just purchased. They included bleach, duct tape, gloves, a pickaxe, shovel, and a large trash barrel.
2: It doesn't take Scotland Yard to figure out that those are items that can be used to get rid of a, a body.
5: There was the marriage and the receipts. And there would be one other bizarre discovery in Cheeopolis' trash
2: a used condom. It just seemed disgusting to me the way he answered it. He said, well, that's Joyce.
5: Geopolis was with Joyce Franson the night
3: Lisa disappeared. The last thing he said to me was promise never to tell anybody anything, no matter what happens in your life.
2: They had sworn to take it to their graves.
5: Four days into the investigation of Lisa Hurst's disappearance, Detective Keith Libby knew he had his man, Jamie Chiopolis, and so did Lisa's mother. In my gut, I kind of felt it was Jamie. But even with the discovery of Cheopolis’s marriage and the receipts showing his purchases for duct tape, gloves, a pickaxe and shovel,
4: hey, go ahead.
5: there was still no body.
2: I was thinking definitely foul play. I was thinking he could have killed her.
5: Desperate for answers, they focused on the woman Chiopolis told police he was with the night Lisa disappeared. I didn't think there was anyone else. Like Lisa Hurst, Chiopolis had promised to marry Joyce. He told me that was his heart's desire. But that is not what Joyce told Detective Libby when he interviewed her just four days after Lisa disappeared.
2: She said she knew Jamie but hadn't seen him in over a year. It took my pointing out to her that we'd found a condom and it might have her DNA evidence on it for her to say, okay, I was there on Thursday night and I had sex with him.
5: That is all Joyce would tell police. She failed to mention the night Geopolis had called her in a panic with an odd request. Could she help him get rid of a car? It also happened to be the very same night Lisa Hurst went missing. Geopolis said he needed to help a friend who had fallen behind on car payments. He needed some place to dump the car, so it would appear that it had been stolen. I never had a reason to distrust him. Joy said Geopolis follow her here to the town of Hesperia, to a neighborhood that she said had a bad reputation for crime. They left the car right here on this roadway, with the windows rolled down and the key in the ignition. After they ditched Lisa's car, the two then drove back to Jamie's house, where they had sex. And Joy says that is when Jamie told her a truly unbelievable story.
3: He told me that he had family in the mafia, and they had recently delivered him a package. And he was being threatened to get rid of it immediately. It was a trash can, a sealed trash can with duct tape
5: so now, just hours after dumping a car, Joyce and Chiopolis then drive to a remote part of the desert, where she says Chiopolis spent hours digging a hole to dump that mysterious package. You never saw what was in there?
3: No. I was in the car. I stayed there the whole time that he dug the hole. He kept telling me, don't worry about it.
5: Joyce claims she was too scared and too confused to say no. Joyce, this is crazy. Did you not say no way? What what, what was going through your mind? I,
3: I did say that to him, but I didn't know what else to believe or what to do.
5: And did you wonder what might have been in the trash can? Yes. Very curious. Did you think mafia, trash can, body? Um, Everything crossed my mind. That is, except for telling Detective Libby what she knew.
2: You're not being truthful. And there's no doubt in my mind you're not being truthful.
3: I was scared. And when they said there was a missing person, I just totally froze. I was you panicked? I panicked. And with no physical evidence to tie
5: Chiopolis directly to Lisa's disappearance, the investigation came to
2: a halt. Uh, we weren't getting anywhere.
5: But Libby was about to get help from an unlikely investigator, Lisa's brother, Valden, who had gone to Hesperia looking for his sister just hours after they discovered she was missing.
2: Valden had recovered a pair of orange rubber gloves and a plastic uh, shower cap. They were laying in the roadway there. And the important thing that he did was he took a photograph of them, a nice clear digital photograph, which showed the condition that they were found. Whether it was intentional or otherwise, he never mentioned to Jamie Chiopolis that he took the photo.
5: Valdin handed the cap and gloves over to Chiopolis, and Chiopolis would turn them over to police five hours later. It wouldn't take long for the detective to make a startling discovery.
2: They said, ah, he switched these around.
5: Geopolis had actually given police a different pair of gloves and a different colored cap. But why?
2: He had done something to try to avoid detection while driving the car and then trying to avoid prosecution by destroying the evidence.
5: And with that, a critical piece of the puzzle fell into place. The Home Depot receipts and Cheopolis' bizarre double life. Now Detective Libby felt he could make a strong case against Jamie Chiopolis.
2: We obviously knew that there were gonna be some challenges without her body. However, we were confident that we had a, a good case circumstantially.
5: Libby would get no help from Chiopolis, who was no longer talking, because he had committed himself to a local psychiatric ward.
2: He's probably trying to buy time to set it up as a insanity defense.
5: Three weeks after Lisa Hurst disappeared, on the same day Chiopolis checked out of the mental ward and into this motel, police moved in.
2: And then we just went ahead and arrested him.
5: Jamie Chiopoulos was charged with Lisa's murder. But where was Lisa?
2: I felt that his arrest might shake loose some information from him, leading to the whereabouts of Lisa Hurst. We know that he purchased items from Home Depot, specifically a pickaxe and a shovel.
5: Lisa's family was already dealing with the painful reality that she would likely not be found alive.
1: Some of the things that we would look for, a hump,
2: Disturb dirt. Use your nose. Odors. If there are odors out there, there's a good chance to talk to the dogs will I didn't want to accept it.
4: But they still desperately wanted to bring her home. That's why we're here. She's out here somewhere. I will be looking until I can find her. And you really were stuck in this
5: this horrible limbo. Mm-hmm. Geopolis, however, remained silent, and soon the entire community would join in the search for Lisa. Hundreds of volunteers canvassed the vast California desert looking for her.
2: There's just thousands of square miles of desert.
5: This is almost the perfect place to bury a body.
2: I mean, if you just took the area that we're looking at right now, you tell somebody to go look for a a body, it's just virtually impossible if it's buried and concealed well.
5: To find Lisa, investigators might be forced to make a deal with the one person who knew where she was.
1: Sometimes you have to make a deal with the devil
9: to bring the angels home. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
5: While the community searched for one of its own, Lisa Hurst's family prayed that they would find the young woman they
4: all loved. just isn't there. I need closure too. And so do my grandkids and the family. How certain
5: are you that Jamie killed Lisa?
1: Absolutely certain, without a doubt.
5: Initially, right after he was arrested, Chiopolis remained silent over the whereabouts of Lisa Hurst. And without her body, prosecutor Sean Doherty could not seek the death penalty. But Lisa's loved ones had their own ideas about justice.
3: He shouldn't be able to be alive.
4: alive. Tell me what you would like to have done.
5: Tie him down and just leave him there. The truth was Lisa Hurst, who thought she had found the man of her dreams, had actually encountered a nightmare.
2: He's manipulative and diabolical. Jamie Chiopoulos had built a life that didn't actually exist, that he was the war hero, that he was the combat veteran. Later I found out that he was, he'd never seen any type of combat and he wasn't a ranger at all.
5: Did he tell women that he had cancer?
2: Yes, he never had cancer. He would also come across as, I care. I'm the man you're looking for in your life. I'm a good listener.
5: And was he any of those things?
2: Not at all yeah, I don't know that he can ever tell the truth.
5: With Chiopolis keeping quiet, there was little hope of ever finding Lisa's body. Still, District attorney Doherty thought he could make his case for murder and get Chiopolis locked up for life.
1: I thought it was convincing and compelling enough to take to a jury and go, this is this all points one direction.
5: Getting Chiopolis convicted of murder was key. But so was bringing Lisa Hurst back to her family. To do so, the D.A. was forced to make a deal with the devil. In exchange for a reduced sentence, Chiopolis would admit to killing Lisa. But even more importantly, he would have to reveal where in the vast, hot, unforgiving desert he had buried her body.
2: When he brought us out here, he was walking. He was shackled. Had he not told us, we wouldn't have found her. We were searching 50 miles south of here. It's past the plastic. This way. So this, way. So this, way. So this way. Roughly this distance from, this, from the curb, from the
5: roadway. After hours of digging under the hot sun, detectives finally found Lisa's body as
2: Cheopolis looked on. There's no remorse. There was no emotion. It was a feeling of relief that we'd found her. And it was also a feeling of anger that we didn't find her without his help.
5: On October 8, 2009, Lisa Hurst was finally brought home.
6: It was very important to me, because then we could pay our respects to her.
5: And Jamie Chiopolis got his reduced sentence. Only 15 years to life in a California prison. That's not justice.
1: I had to look at the benefits of recovering the body versus a life sentence.
5: So in your mind, was it worth it to offer the plea?
1: Yes. It was worth it.
5: But at least one mystery remained. Chiopolis admitted to killing Lisa, but just how had she died? It was only after Chiopolis was sentenced that he agreed to tell police his version of what had happened, claiming it was an accidental drowning.
2: And so you. you guys were having sex, where initially, where did it in start? The in the pool. In the pool. And what happens while you're having sex? Took her in the pool. Lisa likes to be choked, she said it made it better. She she said she was very lightheaded and just needed a break. So I went inside
5: to get a drink. When I came out to the pool, she was faced down in the pool.
2: I thought she was just unconscious. And she started turning purple and got very cold. And then, of course, I realized what had happened.
5: But police didn't buy it for a minute because they say the evidence refutes it all.
2: I believe there was probably some type of violent altercation in the garage.
5: Investigators believe the bleach Chiopolis bought at Home Depot was used to clean up a bloody, brutal murder.
2: It probably involved uh, some type of injury that there was a loss of blood.
4: What do you think happened that last day? I really don't know what happened. I know if there was a fight, Lisa would have fought as hard as she could. So do you think he was planning this? Oh, yeah. For weeks? Probably. But
5: why would the master manipulator want to kill the single mother of two little girls?
2: His house of cards, if you will, was getting ready to fall in on him.
5: Chiopolis was juggling Lisa Hurst and Joyce Franson, two women who thought they were going to marry him. And to make matters worse for Chiopolis, his wife, Lieutenant Colonel Catherine Taylor, was about to return to California from her base in Texas.
2: I think he just had so much pressure coming with his wife showing up soon, and he knew that sooner or later, the lie's gonna fall apart.
5: Police now had their motive, a serial liar, a killer done in by his own conceit. But there was one more crucial question. Did Jamie Chiopolis act alone?
2: She knew, she knew all along.
5: The police investigation was far from over because Chiopolis finally revealed more about what happened the day Lisa Hurst died.
2: And I told Joyce what had happened. Mm-hmm. And Joyce said, well, what do you want to do?
5: For the first time, Chiopolis would implicate his girlfriend, Joyce Franson, telling cops he wasn't alone when he buried Lisa Hurst in the desert. She pissed me off.
2: I told Joyce Franson that this investigation was not through and that I would still be looking into her involvement.
7: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are.
5: With Jamie Chiopalos now locked up, investigators turned their attention to his 24-year-old girlfriend, Joyce Franson.
2: If she didn't dig, that she definitely helped him put Lisa's body into that hole.
5: Detective Libby believed Joyce knew that Jamie had killed Lisa and then knowingly helped him bury her body in the desert, in a place where it
2: would never be found. Yeah, she's timid, she's shy, but she had great motivation to keep it quiet, and that was because she was saving her own butt and trying to prove her love for this guy.
5: But Jamie proved unworthy of that love. Questioned by police after his sentencing, Chiopolis said that Joyce knew everything. Joyce came over that night. Okay. And I told
2: Joyce what had happened. And Joyce said, well, what do you want
5: to do? Jamie said Joyce helped him to plan the cover-up.
2: So we both agreed to bury her body. Okay. Joyce said she knew of a place.
5: Detective Libby confronted Joyce and broke
2: her down. During that conversation, she admits that she took him out to the desert, showed him where to bury the trash can. She denied knowing the body was in the trash can.
5: But on November twenty-fourth, two 2009, based on what Chiopolis had told the cops, Joyce was charged with five counts as an accessory after the fact in Lisa's murder. It's a place I I never wanted to visit again. While awaiting trial, Joyce returned to the desert with our cameras and her attorney to tell her version of what happened.
3: He spent hours there that morning digging it by himself and he discarded the contents of the can in the hole when I wasn't looking.
5: And she would swear to us that Cheopolis buried the mysterious package entirely on his own. I remember thinking,
3: who is this person? He's not the person that I've known for four years.
2: I'll bet that she definitely knew that she was in that trash can when she showed up at his house. There's no doubt in my mind in that regard.
5: Did you have anything to do with Lisa Hurst's death? No. The burying of her body? The cleanup after the murder? No. Did you know that she had been murdered?
3: No. I think she really did know. And she should also have to pay for that.
7: Hi, my okay. Ashlyn.
3: Um,
5: How could you sit on that information for 10 months and not tell anyone?
3: I I couldn't, it was was the most difficult time. Did you not think about her family? I I did think about them. I, I just feel horrible, I
4: feel like a monster. To me, I think she just put on a good act. I'm sorry. And you think she knew exactly what was in the trash can? Yes, I do.
5: So on July 26, 2010,
6: well, we're ready for the jury.
5: Prosecutors would make that case, with Jamie Chiopoulos set to testify against Joyce.
1: Joyce Franson helped Jamie Chiopoulos dispose of a body.
5: When you were in court every day, did you ever go up to Joyce and confront her? No. Did you want to?
4: Yes. I wanted to shake her and slap her across the face and say, what is wrong with you? Why couldn't you say something?
5: After just one day of trial, suddenly it's all over. The judge unexpectedly offers Joyce Franson a plea deal.
6: This time, the court will hold you accountable for your actions.
5: Joyce will plead no contest to all charges. Instead of a possible five-year sentence, she will now serve only three.
4: We spent 10 months looking for her and all you had to do was say, I'm scared, help me. While disappointed with the outcome, Lisa's
5: mother finally gets her chance to confront Joyce. I can't
4: forgive you for what you did. I just pray that God can forgive you.
1: As close as we could get, Justice was done.
5: Yet, no one seems satisfied.
6: It just makes me sick, because they're getting away with it.
3: You not beat me again. (laughs) (laughs) I'll draw you again, too. No. (laughs) But Ashlyn
5: and Tyler would rather focus on the mother they had, and the future she was working so hard for. What do you think she would want for you and your sister as you get older?
3: To get a good career and go to college. I feel that she's just there with me and feels like she's watching me.
1: In prison, Jamie Chiopoulos was convicted of soliciting to commit the murder of Lisa Hearst's two daughters. He was sentenced to an additional 16
0: years. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
10: Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500.
1: If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's the case, then I've got some good news. We just launched a brand new Strange, Dark, and Mysterious podcast called Mr. Bolland's Medical Mysteries.